All right, if you take God's precious word and turn to the book of Proverbs, please. Proverbs chapter 8. God willing, we'll be expounding verses 22 through 24. Proverbs chapter 8, verses 22 through 24. title of the message tonight is wisdom a king that was born to die what a fascinating title huh wisdom a king that was born to die oh i had a good study god's so merciful to me brother shepherd knows what i'm talking about when you don't deserve the truth you're given but you're so so grateful for it In the verses we've been studying the last few weeks, wisdom has been telling us about itself, and it's been quite enlightening. As we take up what we left off tonight in verse 22, we're going to embark upon some rather difficult passages and quite controversial passages, at least historically. As wisdom begins to tell us about its relationship to God, to the earth, and thus to us. In verse 22, wisdom says, The Lord possessed me. The Lord possessed me. So we learn tonight that wisdom is a possession of God. Wisdom belongs to God. Wisdom cannot, therefore, ever be taken away from God. And in this verse, the Bible isn't telling us that the Lord possesses wisdom. Do you notice that? Although He does. But it's telling us that the Lord possessed wisdom. Meaning, not only does He possess wisdom now, but He possessed wisdom at some time during the past. And it's that time in the past that wisdom is wanting to take our minds back to tonight. Specifically, God possessed wisdom. Look now back in your text. He possessed it in the beginning of His way. In the beginning of His way. And perhaps you can see the difficulty that can arise when someone might read this verse that God had the beginning of His way. What does it mean when the Bible speaks of the beginning of God's way? Well, first of all, we need to understand and remember what we've learned uh, that has been taught here many, many times, that God had no beginning, okay? And God will have no end. So don't be confused by this. Solomon did not say when God began, did he? He didn't say when God began. The Bible doesn't tell us about God's beginning. It's telling us about the beginning of God's way. So God ha- uh, God's way had a beginning. God did not have a beginning. Let me say it again. God's way had a beginning. God did not have a beginning. So what was God's way? And when did that way begin? God's way is speaking about God's creation of the heaven and the earth. When else would it begin, right? How about in the beginning? Wouldn't that be a good time for God's way to begin? Would be in the beginning? (laughs) 
It's called God's way because it was the beginning of when he started a course for this world to travel. God's work and God's way are essentially one and the same. And here's why. God's holy work moves in the direction of His holy purpose. Now remember, we've been looking at the word way many, many times here in the book of Proverbs so far, and we've learned that the word way is speaking of a roadway, a highway. Okay? It's a path that's traveled on. So when we're talking about the beginning of God's way, we're talking about the beginning of God's road that He traveled on. And so God's work always moves in the direction of God's purpose. Does that make sense? God's work always has a purpose and it's always moving in that direction. That's why we are told to walk in the way of, of righteousness. Okay, That way we are moving in the direction of God's work and purpose in our lives. So His way and His work are essentially the same. Write down in your notes in your mar- or your margins, Psalms 95. Psalms 95, verse 8 through 10. Psalms 95, verse 8 through 10. Listen carefully. The Bible says, Harden not your heart as in the provocation... And as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, listen carefully now, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works, forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, it is the people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways. So God's way and God's work are essentially the same, because God's work always moves in the direction of God's purpose. They saw my work, they have not known my ways. So the beginning of God's way is speaking about the onset of God's creative work concerning the heaven and the earth. What was the beginning of God's way? It was the same beginning in Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. That says, in the beginning... God created the heaven and the earth. Or you could say, in the beginning, God began His way. Okay? He started the way for heaven and the earth. In the beginning, God created. It was the beginning of God's way concerning you and me. Wisdom, therefore, was possessed by God, look back in your text, before His works of old. You see that? Before his works of old. Before God ever said, let there be light, God possessed wisdom. And his possession of wisdom prior to his creation of the world is a major theme in the next several verses. Wisdom existed prior to creation. We're not going to explain all of that tonight because we have several verses to go. But we're going to lay the the foundation for that, God willing, tonight. But wisdom existed prior to creation. Wisdom wants us to know, therefore, that it 
that is wisdom exists outside of and independent of the world around us. You see that? Wisdom exists outside of and independent of the world around us. Yes, it exists outside of and independent of any created thing. For it was possessed by God before His works of old. You see? Not only that, but wisdom says, look now in verse 23. Wisdom says, I was set up from everlasting. Oh man, I got chill bumps just thinking about this. Wisdom says, I was set up from everlasting. Take your pens and underscore the words set up. Set up. Wisdom was set up by God. I have reminded you several times in this study that wisdom cannot be separated from God. Wisdom is an attribute of God. You, you can no more separate wisdom from God than you can separate air from the wind. It's just not possible. I also told you that the Lord Jesus is the wisdom of God. The Bible says in the New Testament, Christ has been made unto us wisdom. And some Bible teachers, knowing that Jesus is the wisdom of God to man, they've used these verses about Him being set up, or as we're going to see here in a little bit, brought forth. And they use these verses to teach the heresy that Jesus is not God, but that God created Jesus. They think that Jesus is a created being just like the angels are created beings. But that's not what wisdom is telling us tonight about itself. In fact, I believe it's actually telling us just the opposite of what the false teachers try to, try to uh, how they try to twist this particular verse and those that accompany it, as we're going to be looking at in the next uh, couple of weeks or so. So what does it mean when the Bible says and when wisdom says that it was set up by God? Well, it does not mean that wisdom was created. It means it was set up. And those are two different things. First of all, let me tell you this. If, just follow the logic of these people that say, well, Jesus is the wisdom of God. And since God brought forth wisdom and since he set up wisdom before he created the world, that he created Jesus. Think about that. If Jesus is the wisdom of God, which he is, and Jesus did not exist until God created him, that would mean God didn't have wisdom until he created Jesus. That would mean he had to create wisdom without having any wisdom himself. Now you tell me how that works. You see, you go by the scriptures. The Bible doesn't say that he was created before the works of old. It says he was set up before the works of old. And this, him being set up before God's works of old, being set up from everlasting fits in with every other part of the Scriptures. In truth, always does. Truth always is synchronized with the rest of Scripture. You can't set something up that's not already in existence. 
Now, Brother Shepherd, would you please set those stones up in a pile? You can't do it unless there's stones already there. You can't set something up that's not in existence. So wisdom was not created. Wisdom is eternal. Like God, and being God, it has always been. It will always be. It's an attribute of God. And this wisdom, which has always been, was set up, the Bible says, from everlasting. Yes, it was set up, look back in your text, from the beginning. Wisdom was set up from everlasting, eternal. Wisdom was set up from the beginning. So before the world began, wisdom was already set up. Wisdom was set up before the earth was ever in existence. Wisdom says, I was set up, look back in your text, or ever the earth was, which means before the earth ever was. So before God created the earth, He took His wisdom and set that wisdom up. Here's a kingdom truth for you tonight. Wisdom was set up on the earth before the earth ever was. I'll repeat that again. A little mind-blowing, isn't it? Wisdom was set up on the earth before the earth ever was. Wisdom was foreordained to be eternally set on earth from the very beginning. This means we were made for wisdom. Wisdom wasn't made for us. It means wisdom has preeminence over all creation, for it was set up before creation. Brother Richard, you're killing me. What does it mean to set wisdom up? We, we're getting this now. But what does it actually mean to set wisdom up? Wisdom was set up to rule over the earth. Wisdom was set up to rule over creation. Write down in your notes or in your margins, Psalm chapter 2, verse 6. Psalm chapter 2, verse 6. Same Hebrew word. Listen to what God the Father said of the promised Savior in Psalm 2, verse 6. He said, Yet have I set my King upon my holy hill of Zion. Be, this, is, this is an eternal covenant that God made with Christ before the world began. Remember, the Bible says that Jesus was a lamb slain from the foundation of the earth. He was the promised Messiah, the New Testament says, before the world began. That's wisdom. You see how the two go hand in hand? And so before the world began, God the Father set His King upon His holy hill before there ever was a hill to set Him on. God knowing that you and I would fall into sin through Adam. God didn't cause Adam to sin. But having that foreknowledge, God had already ordained Christ to set Him up to rule over the earth. And we're still waiting on that promise to be fulfilled today. Now here's the thing. Something that was set up in eternity past, whatever set up in eternity can't be undone by time. You see that? 
Jesus was set up before the world began, which means after the world began, in anything that transpires within the world, can't unset Christ. What is done in eternity cannot be undone in time. Man, this is good stuff, folks. What's done, what God has done in eternity, man cannot undo in time. Nothing in the world can undo what God set up outside of and independent of the world. The world cannot thwart its superiority, wisdom. The word used to describe God setting His King over the world upon His holy hill of Zion and the Holy Land. Again, it's the same word used to describe God setting up wisdom tonight. How was wisdom set up? Wisdom was set up as King of kings and Lord of lords upon the holy hill of Zion before Zion was ever a hill. Wisdom says, look in verse 24, When there were no depths... I was brought forth, underscore brought forth. When there were no depths, when there was no sea, the deep, deep, deep sea, I was brought forth. He didn't come up out of an ocean. God said, let the waters bring forth the moving creature abundantly that has life. He didn't say, let the waters bring forth wisdom. You get that? I was brought forth. You, the, 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 uh, the creatures in the sea, that's the, uh, the first moving creatures the Bible speaks about. And they were brought forth. And wisdom says, I was brought forth before there ever were any depths. I was brought forth, given birth to, before the world ever was. He was given birth to. Wisdom was given birth to. But it was outside of and independent of earthly things. And so, so the, the, the Bible teachers see this and say he was brought forth. He had a birth. So thus, he must have had a beginning. No. Because he was brought forth before there ever was a beginning. He was set up before there was nothing to set him on. The word brought forth should remind us, and perhaps it has reminded some of you already, of a special scripture in the New Testament. Write down your notes or your margin outside of brought forth. Draw your line to your margin and write down Luke chapter 2, verse 7. Luke chapter 2, verse 7. That's good stuff, isn't it, Brother Shepherd? And she brought forth her firstborn son. And wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the end. Before the Virgin Mary brought forth her firstborn son, that son had been brought forth before the world began. Amazing. So we're looking at two things tonight. And perhaps you should underscore these two things. Underscore set up. 
underscore brought forth. That's the two things concerning wisdom tonight we're looking at. Wisdom was number one, set up. Wisdom number two was brought forth. Before God created the earth, Jesus was already ordained to reign. He was set up. Before God created the earth, Jesus was already ordained to die. He was brought forth. Why does she give birth to her son? Because sacrifice and offerings thou wouldest not, but a body thou hast prepared me. That's why. God brought him forth as his only begotten son that he may deliver us from our sins. As Jesus said to Nicodemus, God so loved the world, he gave his only begotten sons, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And he said, as Moses lifted up the, the, the serpent in the wilderness, even so must the Son of Man be lifted up. He was brought forth to die. These two truths were married at the cross. Think about it. Picture the cross in your mind. Here's Jesus on the cross. He's dying. The one the virgin brought forth because you, he couldn't die. Wisdom could not die for man until wisdom became a man. Thus, wisdom was brought forth. Wisdom was brought forth. Wisdom lived according to its name wisely. Followed the way of God perfectly. And the road led him to the cross where he could love the Lord his God with all of his heart and love his neighbor as himself. And here he is on the cross, the one brought forth. And what was the accusation over him? This is Jesus, King of the Jews. The two truths are married at the cross. Brought forth the King. Set up and brought forth. You see that? The King was brought forth. To die. Wisdom was born to die. It was a king born to die. Watch how these truths go hand in hand now in Psalm chapter 2. In fact, turn there if you would please. Psalm chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. Psalm chapter 2, verse 6. We're almost done. Folks, this is good. I can hardly stand it. Psalm chapter 2, verse 6 and 7. I was reading some of these scriptures. And they were difficult. And I said, God, let me understand this. And help me to communicate it to them clearly. He's always so faithful. And He lets, he lets you read. He lets Bible teachers read the scriptures. And wrinkle their eyebrows up wondering what stuff means. A lot of times before he ever shows it to them. To remind them. They're not the originator of truth. They're only the communicator of truth. And the receiver of truth. God's so gracious. Psalm chapter 2. Look now in verse 6 and 7. Yet have I set my king upon my holy hill of Zion. I will declare the decree. The Lord has said unto me. Thou art my son, this day have I begotten thee. Underscore the words, my king. Not that Jesus was God's king. 
in the sense that he reigned over God, but he was God's king in the sense that he was possessed by God. My king. Wisdom was possessed by God from everlasting. The Lord has said unto me, Thou art my son, underscore, first my king, yet have I set my king, and now go underscore my son. In the book of Psalms, apart from what we're studying in the book of Proverbs, we see those truths again. We see them at the cross. On the cross, this is Jesus, King of the Jews, my king. And there is the, the man that was baptized by John the Baptist, and God the Father says, this is my beloved son, in whom I'm well pleased. And there he was. The same one spoken of here in Psalm chapter 2. My son and my king. Proverbs 2 was fulfilled. Proverbs 8 was fulfilled. Proverbs, uh, Psalm chapter 2 was fulfilled as well. The king was set up. The son was begotten. Wisdom is God's king. Wisdom is God's son. And he was all of this, look back in your text, when there were no fountains abounding with water. And we'll close with this. When there were no fountains abounding with water. Wisdom doesn't need water. But we do. Wisdom, remember, is independent of water. Wisdom, in fact, is our water. Jesus told the woman of the well that he would give her water that she could drink and never thirst again. Do you see what the Proverbs are doing tonight? I was brought forth, yes. I was, I was set up, yes. But it wasn't the earth that set me up. I was set up before there was an earth. I was brought forth, yes, but it wasn't the earth that brought me forth. I was brought forth before there was an earth. I was brought forth before there, the fountains of water were there. I'm independent of that. What we really need is not the fountains of water on earth. We need the fountains of water in Christ. And that's why Jesus, the, the great day of the feast, the Bible says in the Gospel of John, and I'll give you the, the notes here if you're taking notes. John chapter 7, verses 37 through 38. It says, In the last day, that great day of the feast, Jesus stood and cried, saying, If any man thirst, don't go to the fountains of waters. Go to the wisdom that existed before those fountains ever were. He said, If any man thirst, let him come unto me and drink. He that believeth on me, as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. That's our wisdom. And with that, we'll go ahead and close tonight. What a Savior. What a God. And what amazingly mysterious passages that once you open them up, the light of Christ sparkles with exceeding glory. Father, we thank you for your precious word tonight. 
Oh God, how beautiful your word is. God, you scrape it and scrape it and scrape it deeper and deeper and deeper. And there you are. And there's Jesus the whole time. Because we all came from wisdom. And your word came from wisdom. Your word is wisdom. And we, when we believe it, it's made wisdom unto us. And we know your ways. And I thank you for that very much. Thank you for being so gracious to give your truths to us, to open our eyes, and to be our God, and to give us light in a world where there is nothing but darkness. In Jesus' precious name we pray.